Hello and welcome back to the Vicky Podcast. Uh, we are back again, and for the first time, it is just the the three amigos, the boys who are on the uh, logo, the boys who have the nicknames. Um, no special guests this week. I am joined by my trusty friends, Chug and Sam. How are we both? Hello. Great, thank you, mate. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, Chug, you're back after you had a week off. Uh, yeah. you've, been, you've been away on work for, we'll say that for legal reasons. <laughs> work a day. Um, <laughs> how, how was it? Where have you been? What have you been doing? Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. I was working in yep. the Lake District. Yep. Um, adhering to all the rules um but yeah we 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 did lots of work and then we went up some mountains as well rodney our little french bulldog he got up the highest peak in england which is quite an achievement for a french bulldog i don't think any french bulldog's probably been up to top of scarfell pike so we're really proud of him um but yeah it was a really good week I mean, especially your French bulldog, because every time I hear him, he's snoring. Yeah, you can probably hear him in the background. He's he's going again now. <laughs> um, Grievo, you're back again. You've you've been at every episode so far, same as me. Uh, how are you? Good week. Yeah, I've had a, a, quite an eventful day. Um, the Audi Midlyle has uh, struck our household. Um, they were selling um, garden sofas. Oh. In the mid-lyle, and she just couldn't resist. So I took two hours to put together a sofa I didn't even want. So that, that, was, that, was, that was my afternoon. <laughs> Are you much of a DIY man? I'm not bad at DIY, but the tools they gave me were horrendous. Um, it, was a, it was one Allen key and a little like spanner, and the spanner didn't fit the nuts, so that didn't help. I was I was fifty percent short already, <laughs> um, and it was uh, oh I can't remember what it's called a certain type of like uh, material where it's like woven between oh, yeah. itself. Yeah. So I had to like put my hands through the weave to then like twist the Allen key like <laughs> a centimeter <laughs> and then take it out to twist it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a bit frustrated and actually broke a bit of the metal. Um, so, I mean, it, it works. I'm not sat there yet out of, out of pure frustration. I don't want to admit that it's even a thing, but that's... 200 quid on a, on a garden sofa hits hard, doesn't it? Yeah, and then as soon as it was up and ready and put the, chair, uh, the um, pillows on, it started raining. So, oh. straight back inside. You can have it in the neck in the future as well. Sam, have you brought the pillows in? That's your job. And you haven't brought the pillows in. They're getting rained on. <laughs> Suddenly the sofa's got mould on it. Um, Always shocker. my fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you probably need this uh, this little little chat that we're going to have today, I, I'd imagine. Especially the topic we're going to chat about. I think we all need what we're going to be chatting about. Because, yeah, it's been a long time. Well, we've it. all been away on holiday, apart from Chug. When well, you're away from work, you haven't <laughs> work. You were away from work. So yeah. so yeah, I've given it away there. This week we are talking about holidays. Um, we're going to give you a guide to being successful at booking a holiday and at having a holiday. Um, whilst I'm on that topic, uh, I realised I forgot to explain on the last pod, the Lions pod, because I explained it on the cooking pod, and then we couldn't release the cooking pod. I forgot I'd already it's not. I forgot I'd already explained it and not explained it again. So. 
our style of pod is going to be, as sort of the titles of the episodes say, a guide to. We're going to be t- picking a different random topic each week, and we're going to be giving you a guide to how to be successful in that certain topic. And the idea is that we're just three average random blokes who aren't experts at much, but we find it funny that we are giving advice to everyone else on how to be successful at something that we probably aren't as successful at ourselves. But it's just it's just a fun way of chatting. It's, it's a good it, it's a good way of giving the structure to chat shit, so that we can we can chat shit, but we also have a direction of where we're going. Um, mm. Obviously, you've seen the the Lions Pod last week. Um, we did do a cooking one, which we'll revisit in the future. And yeah, this week we are on holidays. Um, and as I said, it's been a long, long year of of no real holiday. Um, and I think we desperately, desperately need a holiday in the upcoming next year. That's completely uh, true. I'm I'm so excited about these guy twos, um, just because uh, I've done I've done I've listened to a guy two in the past, and they're all they're all complete experts, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I was telling you on the cooking pod that I I've been researching cameras at the time, um, and. I, I'd gone on YouTube to, to type in certain cameras which I liked, but then you get all the nerds on there and they're like, this is the Canon A64Z. Uh, it's got 1080p zoom on a 19 um, tactical lens with a 46 aperture. Um, but they just don't, they don't treat you like, you know, they expect you to know everything because they're an expert. Yeah. But actually these guys too is coming from us who just know a little bit of something about everything it's it's perfect because we we apply to everybody don't we yeah we are your normal person mm. yeah, we, we can do everything i got i got 14 c's at gcse so <laughs> i i can do everything yeah um i got yeah i think i got 12 12 or 13 yeah the or above so you know just perfectly average really you wouldn't want to listen to somebody that's got an a star in it because they just wouldn't treat you right but we're going to treat people right and give people proper guides too exactly i've got a third of my dissertation so i know enough to get by but yeah. not loads to make you feel like you're not good enough mm. like two to advice that's what we'll give you exactly like with, with your camera example if we were going to do a pod on cameras i won't get too much away because we might do a pod on cameras one day mm. but i'd be like if you want to take a really good picture literally sort of a little tilt little tilt that's, yeah. that's how you get, you get yeah. it's not like that or like that I'm, 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 I'm on camera to you boys I should really explain myself so it's not landscape or portrait it's sort of in between a little tilt about 45 degrees yeah <laughs> a little 45 degrees that's how you get a good picture hmm. that's the sort of that's the sort of tips people need yeah exactly I just wanted to know that this camera's good that camera's bad this camera can film sport that one films 20 minute videos that's all I wanted I didn't want to know about aperture and all that shit exactly but, I mean yeah, that's why we're here for the people yeah, and if you if you do want to hear about cameras, um, as always, email us at thebickypodcast.hammer.com. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, holidays then. As I've said, it's it's we haven't been allowed to go away for over a year now properly. Um, there was a little bit of time in between, sort of second and third lockdown, where we we're allowed to do sort of local, like UK holidays, which we'll get on to, but we haven't really been allowed to properly go abroad for a long time. Because if you did go abroad, you had to come back and quarantine for two weeks, which no one could really afford to do. Um, but yeah, so 
where is the first place you are going to be going abroad we'll go with probably spain for me i yeah. think yeah i think um i'm not sure i've said it before but molly's a spanish teacher she loves it lived over there for a year we've not actually been together so that's probably our, our first little adventure over there uh you dabble in a bit of um bit of spanish language nowadays don't you give it give us a little yeah comfy uh, comes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the lisp nailed down haven't you yeah yeah <laughs> you showed us that on the cooking pod um mm. what's that what's that spanish sausage that you, you like cooking? Uh, uh teresa yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also yeah our mate bruce is excellent at spanish like top notch, top notch spanish um that's something I did want to get into, actually, before we carry on with holidays. You mentioned uh, Molly there, who is your partner. Yes. That is something we spoke about on the cooking pod. I'm, f- see, I'm forgetting what we already spoke about, what hasn't actually gone live yet. Mm-hmm. So on the cooking pod, we told that every- we were going to tell everyone about an email we had from Sniper Boy 59. <gasps> Sniper Boy! Yeah, Sniper Boy. He, he, so, yeah, he sent us an email because he, he recognised that we were sort of saying a lot of different names and it was getting confusing about who was actually on the pod and who we were talking to. So obviously we've got Mr. Bicky, Chug and Grievo, mm-hmm. but we are also known as Josh, which will never hear from me. I am Mr. Bicky or Percy. Don't get called Josh. That's that's like the devil's name. We've got another Josh who is also, who is Chug, but again, doesn't really get called Josh by us. So you probably won't hear Josh, but the, the names you probably will commonly hear are Percy and Mr. Bicky for me. Chug, just for Chug, that's pretty simple. And then Grievo, who's also called Sam. So you might hear that a bit as well. And yeah, then... Jamie. Jamie's got about a million names, isn't he? Brook Bat Mountain. Yes. Yeah. Brookside. Mr. Brookin. Well, he's fairly self explanatory. Mm. As I'm whittling him off, I'm like, mm, yeah, it's pretty easy to work Brooke out. Brookline is second. Yeah, Jamie is based off his surname. Um, all of his names. Um, and yeah, so obviously Sam's partner is Molly. Chug's partner is Ella. My partner is Sarah. If we ever reference those, that's who they are. Three so lovely ladies. Clears up for Sniper Boy sixty nine. Please email us again. Hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed that. That little. I'm buzzing about old Sniper Boy being interested. Yeah, I, I hope he's stayed with us after a few teething problems. Yeah, because he was probably waiting for that cooking one. Yeah. Like he didn't know it was going to be a cooking one, but he was waiting for that specific episode because he knew he'd emailed us in. And I didn't really mention any of it on the lines one because I completely forgot I'd already not already mentioned it. So hopefully we haven't lost that as a viewer, and he does listen to this, and he emails in again. We love you a lot, snipes, mate. Always yeah. in our hearts, yeah. mate. We'll 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 sort you some merch when we uh, when we get that sorted. A little T-shirt, yeah, logo on it. We'll get that sorted. Um, yeah. So back to holidays, Chug. Where are you going to be going? First first place you want to go abroad? Well. Uh, me and me and Ridley, <laughs> I've already done it. My <laughs> partner is <laughs> she's called Ella, but I call her Ridley. So let's. <laughs> so yeah, me, me and Ridley um, discussed the other day that we actually uh, want to go skiing, possibly uh, Boxing Day for for a week after. So I think that could be our f- maybe our first one. Her passport ended today, so she needs to get a new one. Um, but yeah, and quite big. We during the last lockdown, we bought a van together, uh, a, a new van. So the plan is is to do it up and and take it into Europe. So hopefully we'll get into Europe. But 
I think first of all we'll be going to Scotland or something in it. Um probably around June, July time. I rate that. Mm. Yeah, a lot of plans there. You are you are very much probably the traveller of, of the group. Yeah, I like it holiday. I yeah, do like holiday. You're definitely the most free spirited. Um the most spontaneous for sure. Yeah, I've been on a couple of spontaneous holidays. Yeah, you have. Um yeah, I like skiing. I was gonna, yeah, we we've got we have got a skiing holiday booked for next February with uh, some mates of mine that when I was doing my teaching. Um, so definitely got hopefully got that to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that's not the first holiday that I'm going to be going on. Uh, there we have got two booked for the rest of the year. I'm just hoping that they do go ahead. The big one, obviously, is uh, the honeymoon to Barbados. That is that is the next one. Hopefully, yeah. we get to go on that one. Um, because again, we'll get into it, but that's sort of like my relaxed type holiday. Just beach, all inclusive, do nothing. Yeah. One day of exploring, but the rest of it just do nothing. And then yeah, we've got sort of a city break booked for um October and that's Budapest. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. So hopefully those two will go ahead and not and skiing isn't the first holiday I get. Because that's still a long way away. February's still quite a while away. And you just had a big one cancelled, haven't you, due to COVID? Yeah. Yeah, uh, COVID's just been cancelling things left, right, and centre. So, a bit bored of it now, if I'm if I'm honest. Yeah. Would you were. care to explain what trip was cancelled due to COVID? Um, it was the stag do. Oh, that was yeah. I know. Oh, we were all we were all due to be on it. Um, that would have been that would have been a pod in itself, really. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we were due to go to Prague. Originally, it was a Friday to Monday, and then you boys were like, fuck it, we're sent to the Wednesday. So I was like, You're going to go yeah, to the okay, mountains and everything. <laughs> uh, I'd already booked the return flights on the Monday, but I just booked a, a single flight from Prague to Bristol on the Wednesday so I could stay longer. I love the way you say Prague. 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 <laughs> Prague. <laughs> <laughs> I usually stay in a Scottish accent from um, Come Fly With Me, Matt Lucas and Dave Williams. Have you ever seen right. it? Yeah. Because one of their characters, he's like a, he works at the burger place in the airport, but he, his dream is to be a flight, but he's like a complete, absolute retard. And he just, I shouldn't really say that word. He's a complete idiot. <laughs> um, so he, so he's like, oh, can I get a ticket to that that place, please? She's like, where? And he's like, he's like, Pragui. <laughs> She's like, do you mean Prague? I do remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, upcoming holidays hopefully fingers crossed um let's take it back now favorite holidays that we've been on Oof. there are different different categories here i'm thinking favorite school trip favorite trip with the current missus let's not go with past missuses just to keep ourselves <laughs> safe <laughs> <laughs> favorite trip with the current missus favorite trip with your family so i guess when you were when you were a child and then we'll get on to a different holiday that I want to talk about after. So yeah, favourite school trip? I never really went abroad school. Um, Any school trip then, just go... <clears throat> yeah, it was more sort of um, localised. I think there was this one week where it wasn't like a residential trip, but we would go and do sort of caving and like orienteering and that sort of thing. But there was in year six, we went to this place called Grenville House in Brixham. If you know, you know. And um, big residential, big old house. 
there was about 60 kids in there and it was just all sort of adventure um like high octane uh activities like the leap of faith yeah. uh we sailed a yacht <laughs> jacob's from... ladder do you have a jacob's yeah. ladder jacob's yeah. ladder mate um bit of archery like, always a bit of archery yeah. the only time in your life you ever do archery is on a year six school <laughs> trip <laughs> Every, or, no matter where you're from everywhere in the country there's just these houses dotted around <laughs> where you can go do archery and stuff <laughs> mine was called Kilv Kilv Court well there's our first top tip if you are um, nine years old listening to this and you're coming up to your year six uh, school camp book yourself on the archery straight away get it done <laughs> how old are you in year six? <laughs> ten <laughs> why do you say nine then? You're coming up to your year six trip. I was 11, I think. <laughs> oh, I can't uh, remember it. <laughs> age you are, if you're in year five, and you're coming into what year you, six. What are you expecting our listeners to be like? <laughs> <laughs> Top tip, book mm. archery. There we go. Mm. Yeah, we um, had to sail a boat from Brixham to Payton. That's like a 10-mile oh, wow. little stretch. Yeah. Uh, that was exciting. Yeah, good times. Um, the best bit was always you'd be in a big room with like 15 buck beds. Yeah. And you'd be pissing about in there. Um, one Showing that... each other your willies and stuff. Oh, sure. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> all boys born school trip went to. Uh, there's our second top tip. If you are nine years old watching this, don't show anyone your willy. <laughs> Especially a man of a van. Don't do it. Because <laughs> he will take you across Europe. Um, yeah, I think, like, the, the biggest thing ever was there was a big, there's a prank where someone, like, poured orange juice in someone's suitcase and said they weed in it. <laughs> that was big when you were 11. It's quite, um, yeah, elite there. Elite level pranking. Yeah, it was from, it was by one of the teachers. Um, mm. But, that, no, it wasn't. And a failed joke there. Failed joke. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. I just got it. Sorry. Anyone else got a, uh, anything else to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite school trip, I, thought, I hinted at it. When I took, talked a bit about it on the, rug, on the Lions pod was, yeah, the, the rug, six form rugby tour to South Africa. It's just an insane experience. And I'd highly recommend going there. Even if you're not into rugby, it's just a ridiculous place to go. Amazing. It's, it's quite a massive trip, isn't it? For yeah, we for we six former. It was. It took a long time to get to it. So it was started six form, and the PE teacher was really keen to get a rugby tour going. We had a pretty good rugby t- a rugby team when I started six form. And it started off as Australia because he had a few connections, and at, weirdly enough, one of my ex math teachers, he because he was from Australia, he went back to Australia when I was in like year nine. But they kept in touch with his PE teacher, so he was like, "Well, we could go and you know catch up with him and, and go to Australia." And then it just didn't really take. I don't know why. And then it dropped all the way fucking down to Devon or Cornwall for <laughs> for a week. And then it went back up to like France or Spain. And then we realised like Spain's not really a rugby country, so there's no point. And then it went to South Africa, and we stuck with South Africa. I don't know. I don't know why. How it came from Australia to Devon to France to South Africa. But yeah, we ended up in South Africa. Um, we had to pay half of it, and then we raised the other half. So we did like backpacks, 
10 Ks, you know, the classic charity stuff that you do. What was the big earner, Percy? Bike, bike packs were bike pretty, yeah, yeah, bike packs yeah. were pretty because, because I, I, I wasn't sure about them because I thought people wouldn't, people, people wouldn't really give money to someone having a good time, like a, a, mm. load of ki- a load of kids going on a rugby tour. Like, why would you give money to that? It's not really a charity, but loads of people, I was talking to people I was packing bags from, they were like really, really sound about it. They're like, that's amazing. Like, I wish I'd gone on a trip like that when I was at school. And then chucking like ten pound in, and I was like, "Well, fair play, thanks for that." So yeah, you, you put them in a very awkward position, don't you? Where you you stand at the end of the till, yeah, and then they don't really have a choice, do they? Yeah, even the ones who didn't really want their bags packed for them still gave money because they're a bit mm. like, "Well, you've asked me, I better put some money in." Yeah, I mean, if you did that now, you'd struggle because everybody'd be like, "Oh, don't carry cash, got card." Yeah, but um, me and uh, me and Ridley and Sam, you were there as well. We did um we did a bit of fundraising for our ticket at uh, Extra Chiefs, um, yep. and you carry around a box, and then they're like, "Oh, I've got no cash," and then you pull out a card reader, which you get <laughs> to donate to charity on. It's so good. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, South Africa is a beautiful country. We went to Cape Town, no Johannesburg first for the first half, and then Cape Town for the second half. We played. It's a long half time. <laughs> hey! Hey! Come on, you got that one. <laughs> we played, yeah, we played a school in each of those cities, and then we paired up and stayed with the player, the opposite player, sort of thing. And that was a really cool experience because it, it, obviously staying in hotels can be just a bit. You don't really get the experience then, but the, the first house, Joburg, it was a massive, like, huge plot of land, a massive house, like, and this, this, but this was, like, not not poor, but, like, the sort of house I've got now, there's, like, the equivalent level. There wasn't even a rich, you know, that, that's not even the rich people. This was just a normal, basic house. And I was like, this is mm. basic. This is, like, huge in England. This would be, like, a mansion. Ridiculous. And uh, we had a barbecue that night, and, oh, my God, they just loads and loads of meat, like, not just yeah. your burgers and your sausages, your proper sausages that go curly and like massive burgers are like twice the size of, of like normal burgers. Steaks are on there, chickens on there, full chicken, just just fucking everything. <laughs> I can see Sam's caught up in, the, in this in this sausage that goes curly, aren't you? Have you ever thought of doing adverts, Percy, for like M and S? Yeah, I think I should. It's not just a curly sausage. It's not just a sausage. It's a curly sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that and then Cape Town was a bit different to Joburg. I think they were a bit more straight sausages. <laughs> yeah, straight <laughs> sausages. They were a bit more like like um like townhouses, like we would see over here. Mm. Like not big, huge plots of land. They're quite normal houses. Still pretty big in size, but just terrace, not like detached or anything. But yeah, it was a really, really insane experience. Climbed to uh, the top of Table Mountain. That's, there's my mountain in there. Don't think Rodders would have got up that, mate. That was fucking long. No, Rodders, um, Rodders can do mountains unless it's below, unless it's above twelve degrees. Anything over twelve degrees, you can't breathe. Yeah, um, this this was a very long mountain, table mountain. Hmm. Is that in like temperature or gradient? Twelve degrees. Temperature. Right. Okay, that's a genuine question. Yeah, I wasn't trying to make a joke. <laughs> no, yeah, he gets up the steep bits, but it's anything over twelve degrees in heat, and he literally can't breathe. How have you worked that out? Uh, just try oven. 
<laughs> he's got a training facility in the other <laughs> yeah he, he trains better in the fridge so that's that's uh that's where we put him percy um, yeah. um uh, i think i think your school trip trumps us all but um i did a trip to morocco um similar thing sam's looking at me you go what <laughs> i went to my ned <laughs> South Africa, Morocco, mine head. Um yeah, I went to Morocco and we did a we did like a fundraising thing as well. Um and then we went and painted a school and played football with all the like local kids and everything. And oh my god, the the kids were so good at football. Unbelievable. Yeah, we had like, a rugby one like yeah, South Africa always been a good uh, you know, one of the top countries in rugby but actually playing them like even from what well, we'd have been like 17 16 then yeah. they're massive and they're just ridiculously good hmm. yeah unfortunately they don't just sit they don't have the opportunities or yeah. facilities to sort of make them good but they were they were so much better than a lot of the kids that you get over here for, in just general sport because they're out playing all the time love it yeah well, yeah so sam how was mine ed <laughs> they were really really good at archery <laughs> I mean you see it on the TV you just don't appreciate it too up close people from my just don't get the opportunity to play archery do they no they're, they're always out in the streets doing it yeah and they just don't get the opportunity yeah anymore. no I agree yeah they loved it <laughs> oh dear right then so favourite holiday with our current missus i've not had any of, my, of any other partners in this one so no. yeah same um i think me and mon have only really been on one foreign holiday together yeah i was cologne in germany nice went for four day city break uh that was good um i, I would cologne's a nice city there's not a huge amount to do there yeah, uh, it's got a bloody good cathedral. I can say that. <laughs> um, it's got a very good sports museum. Enjoyed doing that. Nice. It's got the Lint Chocolate Factory. Ooh, oh wow! So went and did some chocky tasting there. It's some very good food actually in Cologne. Did they have curly sausages? Imagine yeah. they got curly sausages. Yeah. Oh, I didn't actually see. But is it Brockfest? So it's called. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Uh, more languages. I'm just bilingual, me. Um, <laughs> that only means two. <laughs> well, you can't speak English. <laughs> um, then we went to a day trip to Bonn, which is like just down the river. Um, that was all right. It, it was just a nice time to sort of get out. Um, very autumnal. Um, and yeah, just the, the trees were nice over there. It was just a nice vibe. So, Sounds good. Yeah, it was good. And it was cheap as well. Yeah. Fair. Like, I think flights are only about, what, 60 could return. Yeah. Yeah, I do um, always wonder, like, when you get people that go on stag do's to, uh, to like, London and things, and when people take weekend trips to London, I'm always like, why? Because when you can get an easy jet flight for 50 could return over to Cologne, uh, Poland, um, Berlin, Prague, places like that. You why Prague. not just go Prague? Why not just go it? Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't get it either. 
Um, yeah, something's popped into my head. In the hotel that we had, they had like a sauna, and it was like I know this is gonna sound stupid, but it was bloody hot. It was hot. Like it was hot. <laughs> like most saunas are hot, but this was mm. hot. It was really hot. Um, and then they had like a little cool room, but <laughs> it had like spaces for the windows, but no actual like windows. It was just like the fresh air was coming in. And we were like 15 floors up. And that was cold. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think about this story before you started telling us? No. <laughs> <laughs> when it was, out and it was hot and then I was cold. <laughs> and a really good rooftop bar as well. That was, that was sick. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah was that, that hot was... or cold? It was room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> and an outside rooftop bar. That was the balcony. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was inside the rooftop bar. Does that even yeah, count? Balcony. It was on the roof. It's not on the roof, is it? Because there's a roof over your rooftop bar, so you're not on the roof. Right. Was it a penthouse bar? <laughs> Top floor bar. <laughs> uh, is that Cologne as in PMG? That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Did you did you see the stadium at all? Saw it, did go near it. Yeah. So yeah. Apparently um the sports museum was enough sport for one weekend. <laughs> oh god. So yeah. uh, Chuck, you've been on a fair few. As yeah. I said, you're a pretty free spirit. Yeah, we've um, we've been on two very spontaneous holidays. Um, the first one was Naples, um, and this was when this was a couple of years ago now uh, when Boardmasters was cancelled because we both had tickets to go to Boardmasters, um, and Boardmasters got cancelled because of the weather. Um, so we were like, "Well, we got this time off. Let's have a look, see where we can go." Um, and then so we got. We got looking that morning and then we found cheap flights to Naples, found a little Airbnb and just we just went the next day, um, drove back from Cornwall to Bristol, um, got on a flight and then went to Naples, which was incredible. I definitely recommend Naples. Um, the Airbnb that we stayed at wasn't great. We, we thought that we might got uh, might have got murdered one night when we got sort of I'm not sure if we were being followed home, but there were people following us. So, yeah, we did manage to get uh, avoid getting murdered. But I would recommend for that one, get your Airbnb closer to where things are going on. There you go. Top tip, number one. Yeah. Well, no, number three, actually, but top tip, number one. It is quite, quite hard to work out, though, when you are sort of doing it on two hours research. I was going to say, yeah, any, any, any top tips for a spontaneous holiday? Mm. But our, our second spontaneous holiday went even better. Um, that was when we, I don't think we had anything else. Oh, yeah, we booked to go to Gran Canaria. Um, and then COVID meant that when we come back, we'd have to um, quarantine. And then we looked that we could get a refund and then we looked that Croatia was on the list where it was okay to travel. Um, so we quickly found this holiday to split and we went to there instead, which was amazing. I'll go back in a heartbeat to there. Um, and then we got back and then two days later they put it on the list. So you'd have to quarantine when we got back. So we got really lucky to be fair. Um, but split was incredible. It's like, it's a little, this little town 
on the on the seafront that's an old Roman palace, um, and there's loads of Game of Thrones is filmed there, and yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah, you documented that one like in the, in the group chat quite a bit. Yeah, so it was quite cool following that along. To be fair, yeah, yeah, right, right, huh? Yeah, and cheap, real cheap to go to. Um, food and drink was about the same as it is here. Um, and activities were were dirt cheap. We went uh, we went white 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 water rafting. We what else did we do, Ridley? We went on a wine tour. Simon and Waterfall. Simon and Waterfall. We did light up stand up paddleboarding. Paddleboarding, yeah, we did so many things. And my my number two tip for there would be get your Airbnb and then get on Airbnb to 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 see like tours and things because we got on we got on a tour for for the whitewater rafting through Airbnb, and it was just a local guy, and then he took us on his raft. And then we did like some extra caving and stuff that you wouldn't necessarily do in the big groups. And he, he took us into this cave and he was like, are you keen to go in? Because the water's like freezing in there um, and you have to jump in. You have to like splash yourself with water first to make sure that your body didn't go into shock. So you jump into this water in this cave and then you climb through the cave, which is really dangerous. And he sort of helps you up. And then we came out and then got back on the raft and he's like, yeah, we weren't really meant to go in there because somebody died last year. We're like, what? <laughs> a 70-year-old man jumped in this water, got shock, and just died in the cave. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but, um, so I'm not tip. sure if it is a top tip or not. But well, yeah, top for... tip. I was going to say top tip if you're nine years old and you're listening to this. <laughs> Don't go into a cave with a strange Croatian. Yeah. That's a top tip. No, and saunas. Top. Saunas are hot. <laughs> top, top tip. tip. Saunas are hot. Just... Just consumer knowledge. Just it's just yeah, second to none really. Um, first, you're going to say there wasn't going to be any special guests, but uh, well done to Ridley for getting involved, and that's your first appearance on the Vicky podcast. Yeah, um, I, hope it comes, I hope it comes through on the recording. Um, if it didn't, then ignore what I just said. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my yeah, I've been on a fair few as well. Not not as spontaneous as as you. Um, but I was going to say, was any, any top tips? I suppose a top tip would be don't be afraid of certain places. Because, like, where you've been, Naples and Split are not your traditional, like your Parisians, your Berlins, your Amsterdams. Mm, yeah. So I guess, would, would you would you encourage people not to not to go for the big name cities and, and have a look at those littler sort of areas? Yeah, definitely. Um, as well, like, I think it's easy to overthink it when you're in a foreign country as well. Yeah. Um, but if you've got if you've got Google, you've got internet, you've got phone signals, not a lot that can go wrong, really. Well, there is, but you know, it's it's just like traveling around London. Um, we uh, we went from Naples to down the Amalfi Coast to these beaches, um, and you had to get this train that was just full of like graffiti and beggars and and things on. But if you just you just sort of got to keep yourself to yourself, and it all works out okay. See, Molly's family went to Naples uh, and they got robbed. Yeah, so did my granddad, actually. (laughs) 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 Top says, if you're nine years old listening to this, don't go to Naples. 
Yeah, they they sent like little kids through the carriages with um with boom boxes, and then they put it in front of you and dance, and then ask you for money. Um, and then later, then the pimp guy would come for and rob you if you had money. So <laughs> another top tip: don't give the little kid dancing on a boom box any money. <laughs> <laughs> There's just some great top tips coming out tonight. <laughs> I mean, mm. I hope you're writing them down as you're listening along because, yeah, gold, absolute gold. Um, Yeah, my favourite with my partner would probably be Amsterdam, I think. As a, as a city, again, there's different types of holiday. I've already spoke about sort of Barbados being a relaxing one, but in terms of the city break... Amsterdam was was pretty cool, um, and not just for you know the, the the traditional way you would go there. We did have a go at that. Um, the canals, yes, the <laughs> canals and the walking. Um, but no, just it's because it's it's one of those cities where, like you say, it's not. Don't be scared that you're in a foreign country. It's very easy to get around. We had a little one of those DK um, guide travel guide things, um, which has got like a big map in the back. And it's most everything is pretty much walkable. Yeah. In Amsterdam. Um, and the, the bikes Frank are good here, fun as well. Did you get the bikes? No, we didn't have a go on the bikes actually. Um, no, we didn't. We got it about that. But yeah, I was going to say the Anne Frank Museum is is it's one of those where it's amazing, but obviously the history behind it is just horrible. A bit like if you go if you go to Poland um, mm, to the yeah. to the Auschwitz. It's like it's it's fascinating. You want to go and see it, but also you don't really want to go and see it because the history of it. Is it just the house that she was in? Is that what it is? Basically, yeah. You you you're in the little sort of attic that she was hidden in. You, you, you get to go, go there. Yeah, you actually go into it. So you, <laughs> that's yeah, a piesto like... resistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, um, it's, as you're going through, there's obviously like little plaques on the walls that they explain it all, and then it was like. You go into this little room, and it was like this is the actual attic, you know, that that Anne Frank and her family were were hiding from from the Nazis in, and it was it was eerie. It was really really weird because as you were as we were walking through, we know I sort of noticed my my footsteps. I could I could really hear them because it was wooden floor. But when Anne Frank was there, if even that one little footstep was heard, they would have found her. Mm. So the level of of quiet they would have had to have been must have been insane. In fact, they had to eat there piss shit sleep there all of it and be completely silent almost especially in their clogs as well yeah <laughs> to do. yeah definitely the clogs they must have <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I went to amsterdam and i remember we we had the choice between Anne frank museum or the heineken museum <laughs> uh, and we ended up choosing the heineken museum <laughs> <laughs> yeah we didn't go to that one we, didn't, we chose Anne frank did you do um red light district yeah, that's a weird experience. Yeah. Especially when you're with your missus. I find it's probably quite fun if you're with a group of lads. But yeah, walking through with your missus is a bit like, okay, because people, they were even, they were calling you over even still. They, yeah. were, they were keen for you, even if you were a couple. I was like, oh my God, this is a bit, a bit weird. Um, and if you are nine years old listening to this, um, don't go down to <laughs> in the red light district. <laughs> the red light district is funny, isn't it? Because it is funny, at, yeah. at the top, they're sort of average and then as you get into more of the middle of it you you get sort of like the the prime timers get right down the end and you get the real fetish people don't you yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the big girls yeah and i had a mate who went down there and he felt like a banana show 
Yeah. And yeah, there was a woman using a banana the way you shouldn't <laughs> use a banana. <laughs> and if if you were lucky to get called up, you get to eat said banana. Oh really? Oh yeah. god. Mm. <laughs> not one of your five a day at all. No. Nah. You know, so, yeah. um, Percy, you said that you you touched upon the the reason why a lot of people go to Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, were you were you smoking or did you find a brownie place? We went we went ed- went down the edible route. Yeah. And in all honesty, didn't didn't feel it to be honest. No. We should probably should have smoked. It. But they say edibles are supposed to be more potent than than smoking it. But I. Yeah, didn't didn't get much from it. In all honesty, have to go again. Yeah, definitely have to go again. But it's 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 crazy how like normal it is over there. Like literally, you oh, know, yeah. like New York has got so say a Starbucks and like every, literally every other corner or something like that. Well, Amsterdam is literally the same, but with weed shops or like all coffee shops over there. Yeah, every corner, every every everywhere you turn, there's coffee shop. If you go in the gift shops, it's all like. You know, weed leaf key rings and bags with a picture of a weed leaf on it. It's just everything is just based around that. A lot of them, though, they're downstairs. It is a genuine coffee shop, and then yeah. you go upstairs, and then that's where the the magic happens. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So they're not called coffee shops to try and hide the fact because it's, it's all legal over there. So they don't, they don't need to hide it. Yeah. So yeah, but it's it is a really interesting place, actually. I would say, I would say, go there. Hmm? What was your next category? Last one was a uh, favourite family trip. So sort of as a child, not with school, but with actual parents. I'll kick off this time. I'm going to say Egypt for me. We oh. went to Egypt. You do Sharm El Sheikh? Yeah, we went yeah. Sharm El Sheikh and then got a sort of, you know, the, the really dodgy, rickety, shaky, loud planes across to Cairo to see the pyramids, which was, again, you know what you were saying about the bloke who puts his jukebox in front of you and pays you and gets you to pay him or whatever. Yeah. We went, I went with my dad, well, we all went to see the pyramids while I was walking around with my dad and some bloke just walked up, put one of those fucking like, you know, Egyptian headgears on, put it on, literally yeah. just tapped it on me, grabbed the camera at my dad's phone, at my dad's hand, took a picture of me and my dad and then asked, asked us for money for yeah. using our camera to take a picture of us. And I was like, no, nah. I was like, no, you're not getting any money, mate. It's, it's my camera. Like, I had that in Morocco, but instead of a hat, they put a monkey on, on your head. <laughs> <laughs> An actual monkey. Um, yeah. I suppose that's, that's probably the, the scariest part of foreign countries, I'd probably say, is the, is the haggadahs and the, the beggars and all that, because it's a foreign language and you don't know how they can react to being told no. Over, over here, we, you know, most people walk past famous people every single day. Like they're always asking money. We say no. We, we know we're not really going to get any shit from them. But over there, you just don't quite know how they're going to react sometimes to being told no. Yeah, hag- the haggling one is one that really interests me. Ones that I something that I'm not very good at. How how yeah. are you at that? I'm. I've never really tried it. To be fair, I try and avoid it. Probably about, out of that fear. What about you, Sam? I can imagine your dad was classy. <laughs> um, we never actually went on many holidays. Um. My dad was in the Navy for 30 odd years, so he used to travel quite a bit. So when he got off you know, the ship, he didn't want to go train anywhere. He wanted to be home. Yeah. So we didn't really go far. But yeah, he, he's been to a lot of places. He's, I'm sure he's had his way out a few, um, a few shanty towns. <laughs> <laughs> I just, 
I, I hate the whole like bravado of it. Like you got to pretend to leave, haven't you? Even though you want the thing, and then they call you back in, and it's just like just stick a price on it, mate. Come on, but no, you've got to go through the whole shit to try and get get something for half the price. Yeah, what would be your haggling top tip then? Would you, um, go, would you go in above your? No, what would you do? How would you do? How would you play it? Now you you drop it right down. So say if something's, I don't know, hundred lira, you go, yeah. you go fifty, and then you literally just half it. And then they go, no, no, don't be silly, you you harsh man. And then you go, all right. And then you walk out. And then they go, okay, okay, sixty. And you're like fifty five. And then <laughs> <laughs> tends to be how it works. All right, so that'd be the top tip. Then go half. Start off with half of whatever it's priced at. Yeah, I did I did start the question by saying I'm not very good at haggling. But... <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, we'll end we'll end that section there with yeah. Jump in at half. Simple. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um so yeah, we spoke about lots of different types of holidays there. Um so now obviously we are from the UK, um, which we have a lot of holiday opportunities within our own country um and especially if you, if you expand it to the uk you've got scotland ireland and wales so that, you know there's, there's a lot to do even before you consider going abroad so let's go through a little guide on on abroad versus uk and what what we think ultimately is better i don't know if we're ever going to be able to decide that but yeah how easy is it to book a uk trip do you think compared to an abroad trip i find it easier just because there's no language barrier. Yeah. That's the first thing. Um, and really, everywhere is drivable. Yeah. So you'd have to worry about that sort of stuff. Uh, maybe that's just because I'm more experienced UK-based rather yeah. than abroad. But, yeah, I, I, obviously, I, I enjoy going away. But I quite like just, you know, three or four days somewhere. Cornwall, Norfolk. Like that. Yeah, I'm a simple man. <laughs> See, yeah, Chuck, you're going to be opposite, I'd imagine. Yeah, um, I would, I would happily go away. Um, I'm not, I'm not too fussed about the the language barrier or anything, um, because typical English. But we we don't have to really worry, do we? Because everybody just speaks English. Yeah, yeah, most most places do. Like, I, as you know, I went over to to Poland a lot, and they all just speak English. So, like, I didn't even have to worry about going there, um, because yeah, they got you back. Yeah, and that's... and Airbnb is everywhere now. That that will probably be my biggest tip um, for for all of this. Just just go Airbnb. Like, it's the it's the best thing ever. Um, and you can find some like really cool, unique places. The place that we stayed in, Split in Croatia, it was in a um, in the wall of a fortress. So that was pretty cool. In that's cool, yeah. mm. that's, that's something I was going to sort of about um, Prague, missing out on Prague as well because we we went through Airbnb for that, and the and the, the apartment looked actually looked quite cool. Yeah, I was keen for that, but didn't happen in the end. But yeah, I definitely rate Airbnb as as a as for your accommodation. If obviously if you go, 
again, there's a lot of subcategories when you when you talk about abroad holidays. If you're going all inclusive, obviously you get a hotel with it. But if you, if you're happy to to self cater and book everything separately, then yeah, definitely Airbnb for your accommodation. Yeah, yeah if I was going abroad, I I couldn't think of anything worse than sitting in a hotel for seven days. Yeah, sitting by the pool, not venturing out. Like if you're going to go abroad, go see where you are. Yeah. So what about this? Money's no object. Where are you going on holiday for a week? Um, probably Dundalk. <laughs> <laughs> Good show. No, um, um, New Zealand for me. Yeah, well up there for me as well. Yeah, I know. If you're saying money's no object, then New Zealand when there's a Lions tour. Yeah, and go to every single game. Yeah, and play and play. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah I'd love to go yeah. to New Zealand too. Yeah, I'd love to see all the sort of Lord of the Rings and Hobbit stuff and. And just New Zealand as, as a country is in, is ridiculously beautiful, isn't it? I've always fancied Scandinavia. Yeah, we Norway. We were looking because when we put the Budapest one, we originally we thought thought of Norway, Denmark, Finland, that sort of area, and just couldn't couldn't because there's so many of them, we just couldn't pick one to go to, so we just settled on in Budapest instead because we also wanted to go there. So yeah, yeah, I know a few people have been to Iceland and apparently that's just amazing. Yeah, I'd love to, some I'd some of the views you get. Yeah, I'd love to see the Northern Lights. That would be pretty yeah. cool. Equally, though, favorite. I've met probably just as many people that go to Iceland and then you can only see the Northern Lights in a t- certain time slot and they yeah. miss that time slot or it's cloudy or something on that, that day. Um, so they just spent a load to go to a cold place. It's quite expensive. I looked, yeah. looked at Reykjavik before and it is quite expensive. Yeah. The beer is expensive over there. Yeah. yeah. That's the first thing you look at, isn't it? When you go, when you do go to a foreign place, how much is a beer? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good way of working out where you are. Uh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, New Zealand is my dream. What's you two? Well, I quite fancy um, South America as well. I'd much rather that than Asia. Yeah, I think yeah. you know, going to Argentina or Chile, around that sort of area. I think. Right, gun to your head. Which South American country? Uh, Argentina. Great set. Yeah. Good steak. Would, Great steak. Wouldn't mind the sort of a Brazilian carnival. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck, where's your dream? I don't think you've mentioned any sort of dream yet. Um, yeah, I'd love to go to New Zealand as well. I think Australia, New Zealand. Um, not done that before. I've been lucky enough that I have been on quite a few holidays. Um, my dad loves a holiday absolutely loves it like he doesn't he's he's one of them that doesn't do anything all year round he's he's not the type to go to the pub he's, he doesn't bet um he just spends all his money on on holidays and we went on a few cruises when we were younger um to the caribbean and they they're really good to be fair because you're on you're on the holiday you've got you you're on the boat you've got unlimited booze unlimited food um, any food you want. I remember one night um, I had lobster for starter and steak for main and then a pudding after. And then you 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 sail around and then you get off at a different port every single time. So you get to see a load more new things. Yeah, that sounds cool. So, yeah. I can see the, I can see the appeal of a cruise, but again, my dad being in the Navy, the last <laughs> thing he wants to do is go back on a boat. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So it was always drummed into us to never go on the cruise. 
Did you boys ever consider the gap year backpacking? Like, <laughs> like, I don't regret not doing it, but I maybe in another life I might have done that before going to uni, just just for a bit of experience. I think that I always year. thought that I would do it after uni. Yeah, but it just just hasn't come around that I've been able to do it, which is a shame. I do regret not doing it first. I think. Yeah, I, I think I my very very original plan was uni, become a teacher, teach for five years, take a year out, hmm. and then go travel and then come back into teaching. But like in that traveling, do teach English to, to foreign countries whilst I was out there. Yeah, that was like my very very original like career plan. But I, perhaps I shouldn't have had that and just yeah maybe maybe gone straight from sixth form and then come back and gone to uni. Yeah, I th- I I think so. It's quite hard to to do it once you finish because you almost sort of bleed yourself dry of funds at uni. Whereas... Yeah, and yeah, and again, I think people get led into a false sense of, oh, you need to, you need to get a mortgage, you need to go to uni. Whereas like, I, because I, I, I fully believe that as well. So I wish I'd sort of not worried about it, just worked for a bit, just in a sort of a dead end supermarket job or whatever. Yeah. Saved some money and then spent it on that because it's nice having a house, but life experience is, Better probably, yeah. Well, definitely, yeah. I mean, we are, we've been obviously we've been on a few holidays anyway, me and Sarah, and we do plan to go on loads more. So not like I'm not getting it, but that backpacker style is a very very unique style of holiday, isn't it? Yeah, um, and you two, you two can still do that together. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. I think India. She'd like to see elephants in India. That'd probably be her dream holiday. I'd imagine. I reckon. Yeah, that'd, that'd be quite cool. You say see the elephants, that made me chuckle a bit because our our special friend, uh, Jamie, um, (laughs) his family dragged him all the way to China, didn't he? Because his mum wanted to see the pandas. (laughs) (laughs) Saw more Big Macs than pandas on that trip. Didn't Didn't get involved in the culture, did they? (laughs) Uh, I've got another dream holiday, just, just comes in just below New Zealand. Is a as an American road trip for me. Oh yeah, interesting. I, I have always always wanted to go to Miami. That's that's definitely on my bucket list. But yeah, I think I'd like to just rent a car and just drive, no time limit. Like I say, no time, no time limit, no money, like no money issues, and then yeah, just drive around and see everything. My my stepdad did that on a mo- motorbike. Um, yeah. got his motorbike shipped into New York. Went from New York all the way up to my auntie's place in Vancouver. Uh, in Canada, and then went all the way down the uh, south coast, yeah, uh, into South America, um, and then across the Panama Canal down to the tip of Argentina on a motorbike. Um, I think he did it in six months, but yeah, it sounded incredible. Did he go on his own? Yeah, fair play. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Stayed in some dodgy places like motels with uh, mirrors on the ceiling and all that sort of stuff. But he he said that pe- people were just so willing to help you when you're when you're on your own and like loads of people sort of gave him places to stay and food and you know company for and he had one guy that sort of did a bit of the leg of the journey with him and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, people are just a, a proper willing to help you, which you don't always think. Yeah, that's that's definitely. I think when we come to the to the end of this and. Get- give the five steps that that's got to be one of them because 
sort of the next topic I wanted to go on to was, was about being a UK tourist. And I think we are very arrogant as a nation. We, you know, like you were saying earlier about everyone speaks English, but we expect that. Yeah. We don't, we don't make any effort to learn anyone's language. And then we're all so fearful of them and think they're going to, you know, they're going to rob us, they're going to hurt us, they're going to they're be all criminals. Yeah. Just because they're foreign. It's like, no. Like you say, if you, I know a lot of people have been backpacking and they've had so much help from the locals and they, they've stayed in the locals' houses and stuff like that. It's just been, people are a lot nicer than we give them credit for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, um, we probably need to do so much more as a, as a nation, though, we need to, to make it better for when people come over because yeah. people always help us when we when we go over to different countries yeah but yeah we we see we see foreign people on our day and we like put you know turn up turn away from them or yeah. across the street or whatever yeah i just don't, yeah we aren't we aren't a very great nation for yet those people do want to come in and they absolutely love what well, mainly london to be fair for the royal family and all that Mm. Seems to be our key selling point, key key tourist point, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, one less now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, so tips and tricks of being a UK tourist—that's definitely one of them. Don't be afraid of the of the foreign people. <laughs> the foreign, don't mean that. The foreign don't people. Mean that that's a genuine tip. Like, don't don't. Yeah, don't be afraid of them. They're not going to hurt you. <laughs> Unless you're in Napoli. <laughs> 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 then they will rob your granddad. <laughs> um, what other tips are there for being a UK tourist? Um, just don't get like too drunk. <laughs> like, we, we we love it, don't we? <laughs> we absolutely love like it. We said that is the first thing we look at on holiday. <laughs> and the first the first place we look for is an Irish pub. Mm, yeah. Oh, what, yeah. Why love an Irish pub? Get stuck into the culture. Yeah, I must admit, I'm guilty of that. We were guilty of that in Amsterdam. That was literally the first place we went to was a an O'Neill's or something, and we just we were there for the whole week then. <laughs> yeah, like full English me and breakfast. Found, <laughs> me, me and Mole found an Irish pub in Cologne, and we, we, I was messaging you boys to get their Facebook like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Remember that? laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was just like, why travel like three four hours for a pint of Guinness? Yeah, like it's yeah. Get stuck in. Go and have like one of their local beers. Go enjoy their food. Yeah. What's um, yeah. what's the best holiday beer that you boys have had? Because, like, you, you know, you always go to a place and and they've got the local style Carlsberg or something. I remember I went to Turkey and got stuck into the FS. Nice. So yeah, I don't really remember names of them, but. Corfu had had a nice beer at the hotel. I don't know what the name of it was, but it was very nice. Mm. German beer is notoriously good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Notoriously good. Right. But to be fair, most, most beer we drink anyway is foreign, isn't it? Let's, um, let's yeah. not do a beer podcast, then. <laughs> no, <laughs> Corfu had a nice one. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I just can't remember the names of them. I'll just drink it. Mm. German beer is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've mentioned it a few times. There are different types of holiday. Sam, I think you've already sort of hinted you prefer the go out and explore compared to your beach. 
lie by the sea type of holiday. Turkey Gore's done a lot of exploring holidays, but do you, does that mean you prefer them? Do you do you like a beach holiday? Well, no, the the I, I prefer an exploring holiday, but the ideal is really one of them cruises where you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, because you get off and explore, and then you get back on and eat your um, eat your weight in burgers and and stuff and steaks and lobsters and drink as much as you want, and then do it again the next day. Yeah, I think I think there definitely is a time and place for a sort of beach holiday. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't be completely opposed to them. I don't know if you if you are you completely opposed to them, Sam? Or... Yeah, I ca- I can't sit on a beach. No, I can't do it. Um, I'm the type of bloke who would like get a cricket game to go with like the little kids rather than sit like with a book. I can't do it. Yeah, and like like Molly Molly event like she's adventurous, but she she does enjoy sort of a, a good read. And would sit on a beach for two days and read, where I'll just be able to like just some mischief rock pulling. I'm sure Percy will agree, but if you do get, if you do do one of them um, beach holidays, Sam Sharm El Sheikh is banging. The the snorkel in there is incredible. It's hot though. It is hot. Yeah, (laughs) it's very. I think that was the first time I burnt the bottom of my feet because I went. Yeah, I went from the hotel room, sort of ran yeah to to the pool basically because our room was on the pool level, and yeah, genuinely burnt my feet like not quite full on blisters, but they were they were sort of slight blisters. <laughs> That's how hot the floor was. Like, I never, that doesn't appeal to me. I know. Now. I never knew floor could get that hot. Like fuck me, that was hot. <laughs> 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 I don't do well in heat like, at all. I'd like I'd much rather be cold than hot. So. Yeah, we've already learned that from your clone sauna story. I bet it wasn't even hot, was it? It was just lukewarm. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, all-inclusive or self-catering? Any preference? Oh, ideally all-inclusive. Yeah. I think. I'd, yeah, no, I absolutely love all-inclusive. But again, I, I do make, make effort to try different food. I, I I always I, people watching is a huge thing on holidays. Yeah. That's definitely that's definitely a big thing. And yeah, when all these holidays I've, I've been on, it's funny watching British people go to the all inclusive, pile up their plate with chips and chicken nuggets, <laughs> and then sit back down <laughs> and like and then do that like five times over and then have some ice cream for pudding. I'm like, you've you've paid a lot, quite a bit of extra money to have, to have you know, so you don't have to worry about buying food and drink when you're there. Just try it all. Because when we went to Corfu, there was like there was a, a Greek night, but again there was people going there. They still had chips and chicken nuggets like on a, on a station, and those people were there rather than on having the actual Greek food. And I was loving the guy. I loved Greek food. Mm. I loved it. Bad. I guess it's also on the ho- on the hotels not to put the chicken nuggets and chips option there. Yeah, I wouldn't if I owned a hotel abroad, and there was a Greek night. It would be purely Greek food, and you wouldn't have any, any other option. I could see you anyhow. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. That's the dream. When when we get sponsorship for this for this podcast, what would it be called, though? Nice. Uh... Percy's Paradise. Yeah, the curly sausage. <laughs> the curly sausage. <laughs> <laughs> is that an is that, is that an Amsterdam? Is it, mate? <laughs> yeah. Where's the Where's the first one going to be? The first curly sausage. Hmm, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Really, it's got to be. It's got to be somewhere. I reckon it's going to be somewhere I haven't been, just because it's like 
I've never been there, so I'm just going to open a hotel there for for shits and gigs. I can see it like a Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great shout. Yeah, we'll go with that then. That's the plan. That's the business plan. Okay. When this podcast um, takes up... Well, do, why do I say when? Like, we've already got Sniperboy96 as emailing in. Um, when we get a few sniper, few more sniper boys, then we'll go. Yeah, we'll go to Rio and open the curly sausage. Yeah. So yeah, email us. Um, where else you'd like to see a hotel? Um, where you know, where, would you actually go to it? What do you want to see in the hotel? Because some hotels, especially yeah, some some all inclusive hotels are a bit samey, and I want to be unique. So. Give us ideas. Email us in bickypodcast.com, please. Yeah. Just anyone email. Not just Sniper Boy. No, yeah. I love you. We we love you, sorry. But other people, email. Come <laughs> on. Get in touch. All <laughs> 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 oh, right. So let's uh let's get to the five steps of being successful at having a holiday. Step one. Don't show your willy to anyone. <laughs> I think we've got to get in early. <laughs> Great first step, that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, step two, I think, is going to be don't don't be fearful. That is step- can, I, can I interject the steps yeah? quickly? When you were kids, right, and you go to like <laughs> France or Spain, you go to the beach, and all the women have got their backs up. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> As a ten-year-old lad, that's top tier. You creep it, or are you saying? You cre- are you saying do get your willy out? Or <laughs> no? You creep in the pool, don't you? Just to, just below water level. <laughs> so so o- over the windbreak, your mum's put up. <laughs> I'm just going for another wee mum. <laughs> well, you really like reading this holiday. You're just there above the book. <laughs> Still on page 46. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, bet one, don't get your willy out. <laughs> I just want to make that very clear. <laughs> Step two, don't be afraid of the country, the country you're going to. I'm just thinking about okay, holiday we'll get... baps. <laughs> That's kind. <laughs> we we need to do a BAPS pod, I think. <laughs> <laughs> me and me and Grieve have written a list already, haven't we? We've already got a little. It's not a creepy list. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we can't leave this. What's that really? It just. It's I'm gonna have to. I might have to edit this some of this out. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> let's compose. <laughs> right, no, seriously. Set one. <laughs> don't be afraid of um, <laughs> the country you're going to and the people there. I think that's that's a pretty big step. <laughs> We're still not compose. <laughs> 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 we aren't going to get there. Sorry for wasting your time. Last five minutes. Are we all good on step one? At the end. <laughs> step one's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Step two: use Airbnb. Yes. Yeah. Step three: 
turn the sauna down. Yeah. <laughs> they get hot. They get hot. They turn get it hot. down. Turn it down before you get in. <laughs> Step four. <laughs> step four. Trying to make four on camera and making five instead. Step four. Anyone got step four for me? Um, eat eat the food. Oh yes, good point. Yeah. yeah, eat the food. Drink drink the drinks, like the local breweries. Stay away from Irish bars and all day breakfasts. Yeah, and the chicken nuggets and chips. Mm. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll round that up as step four. Don't go abroad to be at home. Yes. Oh, oh, I love yes. that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, finally, step five. <laughs> Always having a wine shirt packed. Oh, we didn't get uh, onto that. Yes. No. Uh, that, we have to throw that in there, yeah. Always, always have a fantastically loud Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Do you take your England top? Always. Ah, oh, yeah. See... I also didn't know that I'm not. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're there looking at his missus' bats by the ball. <laughs> oh, is there anything worse, though, than a, than a fat English man <laughs> in three-quarter <laughs> length shorts with tassels at the bottom, flip-flops, and a bloody England shirt from 1983. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty a bit butcher on the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's always butcher. Oh, there's just nothing worse, is there? Nah. Right, yeah. Step five: always pack a very loud, funky Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Even if you're going to Iceland, still have a loud, yeah. funky Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's your five steps. Um, if. if if you are booking holiday soon and this has helped you in any way, <laughs> please, please let us know. Because I, I would be baffled if it has helped you in any way. <laughs> really would. <laughs> uh, uh, send us in some pictures of baps as well. Very keen for that. Not, not, not just, don't just go to your missus and take a picture of baps. Holiday baps. We want, we want holiday baps only. <laughs> Um, why? Uh, why are these yeah. people that are con- so conservative at home? They they get on a pool in bloody Tenerife, and then they're like, "Hey, get them out!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even get their ankle out. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to finish. We're not going to be on. <laughs> right. Uh, I should have brought it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if you've made it through that last 10 minutes, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> thank you to Chug and Grievo for joining me. No worries. <laughs> I really hope you enjoyed this one because we clearly have. Um, yeah, next week uh, we are going to be going with uh, an old YouTube one, which you probably haven't watched because no one really watched the YouTube one. <laughs> <laughs> so it will, it will still be new to you. We're going to be cracking uh, meal deals. We're going to give you a guide to, and we're pretty knowledgeable on this. We all love a meal deal. Yeah, we do. We're probably going to be mm-hmm. telling you things like the best supermarket for a meal deal, uh, the best combination of meal deals, the best drinks, the best side and the best sandwiches, slash wraps, slash salads. Oh, there's those we can get into. We'll get into it next week. Um, for now, enjoy booking holiday.